Govs Nation, you're listening to the PCAST, sponsored by the Flats Off Madison Apartment. No expense was spared in the recent multi-million dollar renovation to provide the Flats Off Madison residents with premium finishes and the latest technological amenities. The Flats Off Madison offer beautiful one and two bedroom apartments in a smoke-free community. Stop by today or call the leasing agent at 931-538-3257 to make the Flats Off Madison your new home. I am Casey Kruger. He is Max Remy. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast that has officially won eight straight football games. Max... How are you now? Good, and you? Oh, not so bad. Not so bad. We won a conference championship last week. That was pretty fun. You know, life is always sweeter when you win, and especially when you win a conference championship. We love that. Max tweeted after the game, I love winning. And that was, I believe that was all he said. Or maybe yeah. it was an Instagram post. Uh, yes, it was an Instagram post, and boy, do I love winning. Uh, he do- You may be wondering why Max is here. Well, Alex is out gallivanting all around the country and not telling anybody when he's leaving, uh, so he didn't get to record the podcast so max is here yeah i heard he's gonna be gone for like 10 straight days yeah, or 100 straight like days something crazy Maybe he'll never come back christmas new year's all the all the things you're gonna miss dream, it right please see you allard what, what have you been up to working we're we're working we, we got we got a lot of stuff going with crossover season we got men's basketball women's basketball we just finished soccer just finished volleyball and obviously the uh the football team they're rocking and rolling still you've got a new title new job since your last appearance on the pcast yeah, more so just a new title. Uh, I'm be doing a lot of the same stuff, but you know we're we're having fun and uh, we like to keep things interesting around here. Like to keep things interesting, and you still fill in on the PCAST when when we have to do it because the co-host leaves and doesn't tell anybody when he's leaving uh, until like the day before. Yeah, that guy. That guy. All right, let's talk about some things that happened last week around Austin P Athletics. We got to catch up for two weeks. So. Basketball season has started. The men opened the season against Life. We talked about that one already. They won that game big, 90-72. to uh, Then they go on the road, play a good George Mason team up in Fairfax. It was a bad start. Let's just say it like it is. It was a bad start. The Cubs were down 42-15 to at the half. Not much you can do with that. But they played a good second half. They outscored George Mason by five in the second half, cut it down to a 67-45 to game. But, I mean, when you put up a 15-point half and – men's basketball there's not much you can do yeah I mean the two highlights there definitely DeMarcus Sharp he had a really good game 23 points 13 rebounds yeah really really good there and like you said and even after talking to Allard he's seen he's watched a lot of basketball over the over the last couple years and uh he said that 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 second half of basketball was was really impressive and and that that's the hope more more so at the end of the year the middle and the end you want you want to be peaking there towards the end uh so if we can get 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 to play two halves like that against a Georgia Mason team obviously we'll end up winning uh and it's a basketball team that too while a lot of them were together at Northwestern State there are a lot of other new pieces as well so you're still trying to figure a lot out uh there's new pieces that are playing big roles Daniel Lewis Desi Jones Jalen Ware say Witt Hansel Emanuel playing a lot more than he did last year already so just a whole lot of new things and you still got to dial all that in you can't there's only so much you can do in a practice yeah and and you know Every year is going to be different no matter how many people you got coming. Some people have, have better years than others. I mean, we got older people. Sometimes there's slumps. I mean, there's plenty of different things that can be attributed to it. But I have total faith in 
and Coach Gibson and, and that whole get mafia, and, and they're going to get those boys rocking and rolling when we need them. And you find a new player doing something different for this team every game, I think. And their next game, they beat Fisk 79-52, and you have Des White, a freshman point guard, come in and score 26. Um, he breaks the freshman three-point record with seven. Obviously, DeMarcus Sharp got his 14 and 10 rebounds, seven assists to go with that, 12 for Desi Jones, 11 for Jalen Ware, who is a completely different player from last year. Uh, but having a freshman come in and drop 26 with seven threes is pretty impressive. And yeah, you were there, I wasn't. So tell me about that one. I, I was there. You know, Desi had a great game. He he was always open, it felt like. And even if he wasn't open, he he was creating enough space to to knock down those shots, which is which is really cool to see. Um, and, and, you know, it's just a, as a freshman, sometimes you, you come in and, and and you got a lot of things going. The game seems pretty slow for him, which is which is the impressive thing. Um, I know that uh, some of the coaches before the season started and before they got everybody here, they were really excited about Desi. And, and I mean, I, I, I see why he's he's a really impressive player and he's going to be really impactful throughout the year. And, and to double back on what you said about Jalen Ware, I mean, he, he was a guy, the, the sole returner from last year, and he does look a lot different. A lot of confidence, a lot of smiles. I was going to say, not just physically, yeah. just confidence-wise. Jalen Ware is a different person, yeah. and I spent the last 17 games with him. He was always a great kid, but, man, he's completely different out he's, there now. He's having a lot of fun. He's smiling. He's playing well. He's playing a lot of minutes, and – and it's it's just it's just cool to see those transformations happen in real time. So I think the thing for Desi too, being a point guard, who's who's better for him to learn from than a Demarcus Sharp? Yeah, really, really nobody. One he, year he, with Demarcus Sharp will be invaluable to his career. I I believe in the long run. Yeah, and I mean just having that that guy around who's played so many minutes throughout throughout his career at different schools, and and he's seen a lot of different things and a lot of obstacles. So you know you, you can't quantify that so that's that's great for him so the women played chattanooga uh their second game of the season over at fnm bank arena lost a close one 57 52 the guys were down kind of came back late in that one but just couldn't couldn't close the door completely uh bright spot for the guys shamari hale has 18 off the bench doing what she does 10 for 10 at the free throw line which is something uh you really need to see from her because the way she plays she's going to be there a lot yeah tank tank really did a great job that game you know uh, those girls were, were playing really hard and it was good to see them bounce back from, from previous games and and you know, look looking ahead now that what we know, they they've started to trend in the right direction and um, you know, you can't you can't let those tough games at the start of the season slow you down because like we know in basketball and other sports, the next one's coming quick. I think my favorite thing about the tank scoring 18 points as she does in 18 minutes she's so efficient when she gets on the court not many people score as many points as she does in as few minutes as she does uh but she makes the most of them so and you talked about training in the right direction uh you start the season with with a bad loss to Trevecca and that's just it just happens that's how it goes bad night on the court but then you bounce back and you knock off Kentucky in game three how that's about the that? University of Kentucky the Wildcats who had to host the game at Georgetown College uh Memorial coliseum under construction up in lexington so the govs go up to georgetown and take down the wildcats 68 63 21 for anala nelson she's what sophomore now that's sophomore anala nelson eight rebounds for her as well uh ct haywood 15 points nine rebounds and you do it without i mean it's not your best effort from your two main returners gabby zapata small shamari hale so think about that you beat kentucky 
and obviously in Allen Nelson, we know she's a really good player from last year. C.T. Haywood as well. Imagine if you get those two going on the same day as you get the other two. Watch out. Yeah, it's just like we talked about, even with the men's team, you know, you, you just you want all of those pieces to be clicking at the same time, and, and that's when you're at your best. And and obviously that women's team is trending in the right direction. We've seen good games from individuals at the moment, and uh, and obviously you can't use stats to really determine defense other than some s- – there's some stats, but you know there's some advanced metrics, but they may not show up even at this point. In the yeah, season. and and you're wor- you gotta you gotta attribute that win against Kentucky to some of those defensive metrics that aren't really going to show up, or just hard work and and hustling. Like you you can't mess you, you can't measure hustle, so that's part of it. But it's uh, a mentality thing too when you're you when you get that schedule, you're going to play the University of Kentucky. You get to play at historic Memorial Coliseum, and the game gets moved to at Georgetown College. Which team reacts better to that? The gritty Govs, obviously. The Govs I mean, obviously we, handled that. I mean, I would say, I mean, it was it's a tough thing because, like I said, you're going to a smaller school, you're going to a to an older gym instead of somewhere where you're not at Kentucky, but you're playing Kentucky and yeah, a neutral site more so than than anything. I mean, going to, if anybody hasn't seen those pictures of of Georgetown College. Um, cr- Casey and I have we both have better high school gyms than that gym. Yeah. And not 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 to discredit them by by any means, but it is definitely not the bright lights of FM Bank Arena or even historic Memorial Coliseum. Yeah, that's where, right. Where Kentucky won all those men's championships way back in the day. All right. We're gonna go back a couple weeks. We didn't have a PCAST last week. We're talking about a little bit of soccer. The Govs got their first ever win in the A Sun Conference Tournament. Uh, Kennesaw State in the first round down at Florida Gulf Coast in Fort Myers. Kennesaw State got on the board first with a goal in the 79th minute. The Govs answered back immediately after that in the 80th minute. Ellie Dries finds the back of the net to tie it one-to-one. Those were the last goals in regulation we would get. Uh, two OT periods, 10 minutes each, still tied. What's that mean? Time for a shootout. So, Penalty kicks. Penalty kicks. That's not stressful, right? Well, the Govs, <laughs> not only, just to add to it, Katie Bond is the, is the normal keeper. She's the starter. She was the second penalty kick taker. She still could have played in goal, but the Govs have Lauren Berry, a freshman, who is apparently just a wizard at penalty kicks in, in goal. So she's the one they sent out there. So you have a freshman goalkeeper who has played limited minutes in her freshman season behind a junior, senior, starter in goal. She comes off the bench and makes three saves in PKs. Govs go on and win the thing. I mean, shout out Coach Kim and, and that whole whole team. You know that's that's a really impressive feat to, to to go in there and battle for not only a, a full game but two overtime periods and then the like you said the stress of, of PKs which I'm most impressed too of the freshman goalkeeper coming off the bench cold yeah. getting it done in that uh, yeah I, you you can't really you can't really say enough about that that's a that's that's very impressive good, big time performance good for her and and good for the team so the Govs uh, second round game was against the host Florida Gulf Coast. Austin P led early, one to nothing on an Alec Baumgart goal in the 15th minute. Florida Gulf Coast got three more to take a two-shot lead. Uh, it was that was the last one came in the 72nd minute, and the Govs got one back in the 82nd on an Alana Owens goal, but that was as close as they would get. And the top seed of Florida Gulf Coast Eagles took that one. Still an impressive season when you get your first conference tournament win in the A Sun. So take that and move forward on to the next one. That's right, and just just going into it i mean you always look for improvement and, and that team showed some improvement obviously with 
with overall record and and now winning winning a postseason game. Great great season, and and we tip tip our cap to that. Cross country team wrapped up their season first. They went to the uh, ASUN Championship. Nine Govs had personal best uh, down at Percy Warner Park in Nashville. Uh, the women were once again led by Ashley Doyle. Shout out to Science Hill High School. And the men were led by freshman Ryan Cooley's personal best time of 27.56.6. So then the cross-country team went to NCAA South Regionals. First time the Govs had taken a full team to Regionals in five or six years. Uh, every Gov that went posted a personal best at South Regionals at uh, Florida's cross-country course down in Gainesville. Ashley Doyle led the women again, 21.58.7 on a one, and, and obviously part of the reason the personal best, they run a longer distance when you get to the regionals. So it's, uh, it's a test there, too, to see if you can you can step it up with the 10K for the men, the 6K for the women. Ashley Doyle led the women, shot Science of High School again. That's I graduated with her brother. Wow. So uh, Small world. Small world. And then Lucas Bales led the men's team. But their season in the books. Now they had to indoor track and then outdoor track in the spring. Congratulations to all those with their uh, personal best or season. Personal best in per- the yeah, a lot personal of them best. In the, a lot great of them job. In the conference meet, and then a lot of people run in the longer course for the first time at down in, down in Gainesville. So nice job there. Shout out Lucas. He's a student worker. You guys haven't seen him out at the. Lucas gets stuff done. He is he is fast. On the on the on the track and fast tracking down balls and and doing anything that we ask him to for uh, his student worker duties. So shout out Lucas. Uh, the volleyball team wrapped up their season with two final matches right here in the Winfield Dunster. The Govs on last Friday got a three to two win over Central Arkansas. They were down two zero in that match. Uh, came all the way back to win it, and it's just a uh, it's a good it's a good way to do it on Senior Night. Then Govs fell to North Al- actually Senior Night was the next night. The Govs fell to North Alabama. On senior night to close the season, uh, not much to say there. Tough season, tough way to end the season, but always next year and always indoor. Yeah, let's just focus on that on that comeback there. You know, anytime I you're down three three zero or two zero, it's tough. Two zero, and I and I true. They it was almost. I mean, they. I think that they went into uh, extra points. I don't even. They know. were down. I know they were down late. It was almost a three zero sweep. Like we yeah. were. We were four points away from a sweep, I believe, was the number, yeah. and the Govs come back and win. Come all the way back. That's 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 a way to battle. We we definitely love that. We love winning. But uh, obviously, the second game, the highlight there is senior night. You know, thank you to those seniors that that have came out and and spent their time at Awesome P. Uh, we appreciate that. As as I was once one of those seniors, you know. It's a it's a bittersweet moment, but on on to the next. On to the next. We've had a lot of football, not a lot, two games, the normal amount, the normal amount of football. But we played a little extra football. Is at there EKU. ever enough football though? Uh, we played a little extra up at EKU two weeks ago. Govs and the Colonels. Yeah, it, they need to stop that. <laughs> They're hurting my soul. It was it was ten to six after the first quarter. Nobody would score for the next two quarters, uh, and then Austin P scores seventy in the fourth. EKU scores twenty one to tie it. The Colonels go score on the very last play of regulation to tie the game, send it to OT. The Govs win the coin toss, which I don't know if you keep up with this like I do. We are two and eight, or what's our record? Two and six. Two and six at the coin toss this season. We have won two opening coin tosses. I can only remember the one. We and They're I both remember early. we're on like a five game losing streak. I remember I remember slapping Gerald on the back and saying, Hey, we won this one and he goes, ah, that never happened. So I'd like it for you to actually go back and I don't know if you can even figure that out, but it'd be interesting no, I could to, figure it out. to go I, I back can... to multiple seasons because I feel like we are hold always on, losing on. the coin hold toss. On. It's I t- I can it's terrible. I can tell you our record at the coin toss as far back as Scotty Walden goes. Who 
who who does those game notes right there that you're looking at? I, I don't know. Somebody really smart and handsome. <laughs> uh, opening coin toss. This season, the Govs are 2-8 and eight at the coin toss. Under Scotty Walden, they are 15-23. and 23. Now, hear me out, though. When the Govs lose the opening coin toss this year, they're 6-2. and two. Well, we like that they're record. They're 13-10 and 10 under Scotty Walden when losing the coin toss. Here's the wild one. Austin P is 2-0 and 0 at the, 2 and 0 this season when they win the coin toss, right? Yeah. Under yep. Scotty Walden, if the Govs win the opening coin toss, they're 12-3. and 3. We we like that. Maybe we start winning some more coin tosses. Uh, regardless, that that game was a wild one up in Richmond. Javon Jackson ran for 120. Mike Delillo threw for 310. Cam Thomas, star of the show, 10 receptions, 204 yards, two touchdowns. The game winner, though, Trey Shackelford, NOT, 25 yards on third and third and 10. Yeah, Govs did not get yards on their first two plays overtime. Mike finds Trey. Trey powers it into the end zone. Shout out Ford. Shout out Trey Shack. That was a that was awesome and and you know the worst part about that is we couldn't even celebrate it just like we, we to wanted to it. yeah I mean that review took ten minutes longer than it should have it was ridiculous but regardless we won and correct me if I'm wrong Kenny Odom he caught that ball yeah Kenny Odom came in on the last drive of the game my man first off my man made the tackle on the Riley Stevens eighty three yard punt he smoked him on the length of the field to make the tackle at the four. Hasn't had a catch on offense all day. Comes off, comes in on the last drive, has three catches, converts two first downs, and has like a 40-yard touchdown to, to put the Govs ahead with a minute, something left before EKU went back and tied it and set to OT. But impressive impressive for Kenny Odom. We talked about it on Inside the Foam Room. I was like, what's it like? Just talk about the mentality of that. Like, you're coming in. You, you haven't had a super amount of offensive snaps that day, but you come in and make three big catches. So, Yeah, and you know – it's always about quantity over quality a lot of times. So you're getting the end zone, that's what matters. <laughs> yeah, that is what matters. Touchdowns. Next game. Uh going for eight straight against Utah Tech here on Military Appreciation Day at the Fort. Govs taking early lead three to nothing. Utah Tech scores next at seven to three, but the Govs answer back with ten in a row in the second quarter to take a thirteen to ten or thirteen to seven lead in the halftime. Max Trujillo broke the Austin P career field goal record in the first half. He hit two more later. He now has that record by two. He's going to have it by a lot more, hopefully, by the end of this season and hopefully next season, too. And uh, it, it wasn't our best offensive game, uh, at least throwing the ball. Mike, 17 completion, 279, two touchdowns, one to each of the trays. Javon Jackson carried the ball 38 times. Yeah. Javon Jackson, if you're listening, we love you. We, you are just a workhorse, You deserve buddy. another ice bath just just today, just for thinking about that. Tell game. Coach Scotty that we would like you to stay off your feet during practice, limited reps. Coach, get him off his feet. Come on. Get that man an armchair over there. 192 yards on those 38 carries. Woo. Did not find the end zone. I think he deserved to, but it didn't happen. Cam Thomas did score his first ever rushing touchdown in that game. Yeah, an end around, right? A little end around action, yep. Uh, Tyler Long, Defensive Player of the Week after that game. He had a nine tackles. He had his first interception as a Gov. We also had special teams player of the week in Matt Trio. Like we said, three for three on field goals, three for three on PATs. And the freshman of the week, Xavier Smith, five tackles and a pass breakup to get UAC freshman of the week honors. And going back another week, I didn't even mention our EKU players of the week. Riley Stevens, obviously, the 83-yard punt helps. Kick uh, that ball to the moon. He was the uh, special teams player of the week. And Kenny Odom, who you mentioned, was the freshman of the week with his tackle and then three catches and a touchdown. So, Govs dominate UAC freshman or Player of the Week awards, if you didn't know. We've got 11. No other team has more than seven. Wow. 
Shout out the football team and wonder why. Wonder just why. keep winning. Maybe it's because they're the best team in the league, but we'll prove that this weekend. Anyway, you got anything else you'd like to add to this uh, this part of the PCAS? Football team, do not go overtime. Please do not go into overtime. We can't. Uh, the, us fans and, and uh, the admin and the staff and everybody involved, we can't handle any more overtime. Please. We'll talk more about next week's game against Central Arkansas right after this. In the meantime, we've got Alec Baumgart from the soccer team here for our interview, which is sponsored by the Flats Off Madison. You held on tight to me Cause nothing's as it seems And spinning out of control Didn't they tell us don't rush into things? Didn't you flash your green eyes at me? Haven't you heard what becomes of curious minds? Joining us on the PCAST, we've got a junior midfielder on the Austin P soccer team. That's Alec Baumgart. Alec, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great. How are you, Casey? I'm good. Glad to have you here on the PCAST. So first things first, before we get into soccer, we're getting near the end of the semester, right? Yes. How are classes going? Great. First time I've had all A's. First time you've had all A's. Well, there you go. High five to you for that. <laughs> uh, are you all online? You in person? What's the schedule look like? All online. Online is the only way I learn. The only way you learn? Yeah. See, some people, some people say they like the online just for the, for the scheduling part of it. I do like the scheduling part because I do have a job, um, and it really just works around soccer. I've never had a conflict. It makes life so much easier. It makes it so much easier. Especially if that's better for you. I mean, you're making all A's, so it's clearly working, right? Yeah. So don't, you didn't have to go to class today. That's nice. You got, when was the last time you had an in-person class? I think freshman year. So um, you're three years in. You've had, haven't had one in two years. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, freshman year. Uh, don't miss it. <laughs> don't miss it. Do you remember what that in-person class was? Uh, APSU 1000. APSU 1000. And history. I was a history major, so all my history classes were in person. It wasn't an option to be uh, online. I, I, I'm glad that one was online or in person, but <laughs> the ones online, no. Histories are, history classes are the fun ones. Histories are hard. Oh. Histories are hard. <laughs> all right, before we get into, the, get into soccer... I heard you just got your wisdom teeth out. <laughs> yeah, I got one of them out. Um, just one. Just I got two out when I was in high school. Okay. So I'm waiting for another one to. So you drop. got two of them out. You had the third one just just grow in. Yeah. <laughs> you got short chains there. You had to do this more than once. Yeah, but I mean, with just one, I was able to bounce back really quickly. Um, yeah. So I got it out Friday, and I was still able to do everything on the weekend that I had planned. Um, and really not miss anything. So that was actually pretty nice. When I got the two out. Back when I was in high school, I did take a little more downtime. Yeah. So it was nice. It kind of, the not all of them not coming in at once kind of sucks. You have to get them, like if the other one comes in, now you've got to do this a fourth time. And it actually did show in the the it, it's on its film, way. but it's uh, way too far up to get. So that's, just waiting. <laughs> just waiting. That's, uh, I did it once and that was enough time. Yeah. That's enough. All right. Let's talk about soccer. Federal Way High School. Yep. I asked if you knew why it was called Federal Way. You didn't. I forgot. Someone out there listening, yeah, you're going to text me Federal and tell Way. me why. Text <laughs> and tell us why it's called Federal Way when you hear this. <sighs> 23 goals, a dozen assists your junior year. Uh, was your senior year canceled or did you get to play it? It was technically canceled, but we played in the spring only half the season, though. Okay, so just a couple games. Just not a couple as, games. Not as fun, right? Yeah. Different. What was that like? It was hard. Um it was a shock when COVID happened. You know, we thought we were going to be back in two weeks. Yep. And then 
I didn't end up going back to high school. So I yeah, your your grade's the one that got hit the worst almost. Yeah, and then in Washington it was pretty bad. Like I like I said, I never went back. Um I graduated with a mask on, did it on the football field, so played in played soccer with a mask on, which was terrible. Not Sweat and everywhere. Right? Yeah, no, it was not easy at all. How did you find Austin P all the way across the country while you're playing soccer in Federal Way? Um, so when I played on ECNL for my Pac Northwest team, uh, we traveled to Florida okay. for an ECNL showcase because there's three main ones and one of them's in Florida. And the previous coaches saw me in Florida. Yep. Um, so they watched me in there and then they saw me again in Texas and then they reached out and I'm here. I was going to say, we used to have a couple Canadians from up in Vancouver. You're pretty close to there, right? I am. Yeah. I've been once for a soccer tournament. Okay. Uh, never been back. We drove. It was pretty close. Three hours or so? Yeah. Um, it was nice, though. Uh, easy drive. Won the tournament. Got a medal. Not, not So you're not the only Octopus soccer player from up there in the Pacific Northwest area. What's the farthest you ever traveled to play? Spain. Spain? Yes. Let's, I've let's been to Spain. Let's talk about Spain. What was, what, was, what was that trip for? Um, it was when I was a sophomore in high school. Um, it's a pretty cool fact about this. I turned 16 twice. I turned 16 in Spain and then came back to the U.S. Across the international date line, did it again. Yep. So that was pretty cool. Um, but we went for, uh, the Barcelona tournament. Um, we were all 16, played, got third, wasn't bad. It was a great experience. Um, we just played against different people, different, you know, everyone got to see their style of soccer, which I loved and was there for about two weeks and then came home. So you're an American team playing in Spain. How much different is the soccer there? Oh, it's so different. Their technical ability and just the way they possess the ball is insane it's unstoppable and then you see in the u.s we are more a possession based country of soccer and or just you know long ball but their ability to keep the ball and just their footwork is insane so forget about the soccer what was your favorite part about the trip to spain favorite part um we my i traveled with my aunt who was my soccer coach at the time um and we went out with some of my friends two days before the tournament started and just went sightseeing mm -hmm. um and that was really cool took some great pictures tasted some great food oh yeah um which was a like the best experience i've had traveling um so yeah so you're from washington big seafood place they eat a lot of seafood in spain did you try it? Well, well, I am actually not a big seafood person. Not a seafood person. I okay. I love sushi, but it's only a California roll. But only a California roll. Yeah. Okay. So I do cra crab and shrimp, and that's it. <laughs> a lot of crab and shrimp in Washington. All right. So you get to Austin P. First year here, all OVC, all of, all newcomer team. Uh, three goals, three assists. Not a bad way to start your career, huh? Yeah. Uh, it was it was great. I didn't expect that coming in. Um, and. I just had so much talent around me on the field that helped me get those achievements and accomplish those goals that I had set. So it was really good coming in and just making an impact for the team. Four goals the next year, three goals this year. Uh, you like to score goals, obviously. I love to score goals. Who doesn't, right? Yeah. Uh, never, some people don't, but I, I love it. <laughs> I've, never, I've never played soccer well enough to score a goal. I imagine it's quite fun. It is so fun. It's, it's you know, that's why I've played it for 20 years. I grew up kicking a ball around as soon as I could walk um and it's just been a great experience playing the game do you have a signature celebration I do not um I might need to work on that we With I NIL think now you might be able to trade yeah money. I think I do I need a I'm not the best dancer or you know really just celebrating when it comes up there's only been two celebrations I've really done and one was last year I just went over to the sideline and cheered with my team um 
and the other one was just this year me and Ellie Drees just pointed to the sky for some reason and we don't really know what was happening in that photo or in that moment it just it just kind of happened um I was really pointed to Carol because she's the one that got me the assist and <laughs> as a freshman that was her first assist um and it was only the second game of the year this year so I was just trying to hype her up and give her the love for giving me that ball um but everyone thought I was pointing to the sky so usually just a lot of hugging and yelling, it's usually right? just a lot of hugging and yelling People so jumping on each other yeah you don't really see celebrations in women's soccer you see it in men's so i'll work on that for senior year <laughs> work, yeah that'll that'll be, be be at morgan brothers soccer field next year for that oh yeah so you score on a lot of set pieces or you run a lot of set pieces that's what i was told um i score on a lot of set pieces there's a couple occasions where i do run set pieces i think i'll take a bigger role in that next year just because tori case our captain mm -hmm. just graduated and she was on those this year and she did a really good job Scored off a couple of her set pieces this year, which was nice. Um, she's just been good with helping me score goals. Uh, but I can go to put a good ball in once in a while, so I'm grateful to do that when I can. How does how does that come about? How do you become the person that takes the set pieces? Like I said, uh, not I, yeah. I, I work <laughs> soccer. I can write about it. I don't know all the technical side. How do you become that person? So, I mean, honestly, just growing up, like it really just depends on the kind of leg you have. Okay. Um, and me personally, like I can hit a ball – really hard but mm -hmm. I also know how to put some spin on it or some curve and just kind of know when to loft it when to hit it when to drive it so you just got to know like where you are on the field and what aspect to do it so really just growing up like you you practice long balls you practice your touches and once you've gotten your length down with kicking them you start working on putting some spin on it putting some curve and just kind of keep doing that until the coach tells you they don't want you on the ball anymore <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in the offseason, you play on a team in Nashville, right? Correct. You and Katie Bond? Yes. What is uh, What team do you play for? What kind of league are you playing in? Talk about that. Um, so we play for... It's like a club Tennessee Soccer Club. Yeah, sorry, I just blanked on that. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's really good. We're in the WSL League. Mm -hmm. uh, so that just kind of has been developing over the women's in the past couple of years. It's it's usually been the WPSL league. Mm -hmm. um, so there has been a change and the change has been really good. I never played in the w WPSL um, just because I was not in college yet. Um, but I'm first freshman year. Katie uh, got reached out from the coach because Katie's from Nashville. Mm -hmm. um, and I talked to her about it because I stay here during the summers. Um, and she told me that I could probably contact the coach and play on the team. And so I reached out to the coach and they said they'd love to have me. Um, so I've just been doing that for the past two summers, and it's been a really good experience. It's been – it's felt like home. Like, their club and everything they do is how the club back home I played for ran it. Um, and just being able to play with so many different players. Like, there's girls on that team that go to very big schools, you know, mid-majors, and there's just so many different players and types, types of people. It's great to learn from everyone and see different coaches in the summer and the off season. Keeps you busy too, right? It keeps me busy. You don't have yeah. those summers where you go home and you get bored, nothing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is nice. Uh, so your mother also played soccer. First at Evergreen State College, where she's a Hall of Famer. Correct. Uh, when was she inducted into the Hall of Fame? Um, I want to believe it was 2015. Okay. Um, we went down. We drove down, uh, watched her get her award, and just get in inducted into it yeah. um which was a really cool thing to experience and i was super happy for her um and it's just a great accomplishment she had she also played for the portland pride of the continental indoor soccer league uh talk about how much your mom kind of influenced your soccer because you said she's played your aunt was your coach 
Correct. Yeah. So my family is a big soccer family. Um, so we've grown up, like I said, you know, when I, when I could walk, I was kicking a ball around and that had to do with my mom playing and my mom's love for the game. Um, they never forced me into playing soccer, but they gave me every option to play any sport I wanted, which was nice. Um, did gymnastics, didn't like it, wasn't good enough at it, stuck to soccer. Um, but yeah, so I've just always had the love for it and the support from my mom has just been great. Um, she's never made me feel like it was something I had to do, but something I got to do, um, which was nice. And she still is able to make it down to some games till now. So it's been good having her by my side. How much coaching did you get for your mom when you did start playing? She's um, a Hall of Famer. She is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I I got a good amount. Um, my mom was more of the supporter. Mm-hmm. My dad was actually my coach for a little bit. Um, and then my aunt. So my mom never coached. Uh, my mom, well, she used to coach club soccer as well. But when she had my brother and I, uh, she stopped coaching. And my dad just kept she doing just that. Mom. She was just mom. Just mom. Um, yeah. That's cool. Uh, do you have a favorite pro soccer team? My favorite pro team? Yeah, San Diego Wave FC. San Diego. Is that the MLS? What? No. Do I have any? What no, no, no. That's the women's side. The women's so the NWSL. No like so, yeah. So that's National Women's Soccer League. Okay. And then the M- MLS, I do have a favorite team, is the Seattle Sounders. Okay. Got obviously. A, yep, obviously. Got some friends on that team, actually. You um, some friends on the team. Yeah. Uh, some friends and then just like some mentors. Uh, Kellen Rowe, he went to my high school, a mm-hmm. um, little older than me and my brother, but he would coach my brother and I. He also played for my dad. Okay. So just kind of just been like family friend that we've known. And then Josh Atencio, he played with my brother. And so I was friends with his younger sister. Watched him playing when I was growing up. And so, yeah, it's kind of cool to see them playing for their hometown team now. Do you have a favorite player? Favorite player in the NWL is... Alex Morgan, Alex Morgan, but it is also is Sophia Smith. Okay, they're both huge goal scorers, and I know they're both forwards. I'm a midfielder, so my best favorite midfielder is Taylor Corniak. She is also on. Okay, Sandy with. So, when you're not playing soccer, you have a job at Prime Fitness, correct? Yes, in Clarksville. Yep. What do you do at Prime Fitness? Um, so at Prime Fitness, I just work at the front desk. Okay. Um, I. Check everyone in once they get there. Just welcome, start their day off with a smile, get there pretty early. And then once they're done with their workouts, I make them shakes if they ask. Um, and then I just, you know, hang out at the gym. So you get free workouts there too? I do get free workouts, so you get yeah. you paid to work there and you get free workouts? I sure do, yeah. It's nice. Not a bad deal. Not a bad deal since you've got to do it anyway, right? Yep. Uh, your roommate said you love board games. <laughs> I do. I love playing games. Um, my mom and I play games, I think, like when I go home, for Thanksgiving, we'll be playing game at the table till uh, sun up, sundown. Like it's board game, it's board game, just board. what we do. Yeah, what and do you guys play? which ones? Uh, we play cards. Um, this one card game it's called Nerds. Okay. Um, and actually, one of my former teammates used to play it as well. Um, so we played that on travel trips with her family when they'd come down, which was really fun, just to have that feeling of home um, when my mom couldn't make it to those trips. But yeah, so we play cards. Uh, we play dominoes. Those are the two main ones we always play. There's some other ones, you know, we'll throw in. Bananagrams, I taught my roommates. Love <laughs> playing that with them once the once they want to or when I drag them to. When you force them to? <laughs> when I force them to, yeah. They they get into it and they have fun, though, when I when I do force them to play. So you've got some different games. You're not just playing the traditional Monopolies and stuff like that. Yeah, no. Nope. None of that for you. Yeah, none of that. Uh, you collect playing cards, too. I do, yeah. So my mom and I play cards like i said you know we play this one game it's it's literally just solitary pretty much against mm-hmm. each other um but we started doing that 
once COVID hit is when I really got into playing cards with my mom. It was really just the other games. Um, and so I travel everywhere for soccer and I was like, I'm going to start collecting cards. So there's these certain cards at airports. They come in a clear case and then they say the state. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start doing that. And so I've probably have about 20 maybe. Um, are they all different states or is there some of them like like landmarks, stuff like that? Some are, some are landmarks. I try to do just the states, but you know, sometimes I, I've not found a Tennessee. I've only found Nashville. Okay. So there's that, but yeah, and I only like to get the cards where I've been to the state, so yeah. I don't like to be like, you know. You don't want someone else to get it for you. Yes, but if they get it, you know, it's a nice gesture, and I will. But, yeah, I like to collect them just from the experience I get there in that state. Well, if anybody knows where you can get some Tennessee playing cards, let us know. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> let us know. Um, I was also told you're a big hiker, which I think kind of comes with the territory up in Washington. Right? Yeah, I, uh, again, my, I was, I was really raised as an outdoor kid, except for playing playing games <laughs> it was outdoors or playing games outdoors and cards yeah but along with soccer when we were littler and you know wasn't intensive in soccer we would go on hikes um and I got a lot of pictures of my mom carrying me in the backpack when even when I still was pretty young and then got to the point where I started walking them with them and it's just the views in Washington are I mean there's so many other ones too around the place around the world but it's just amazing and so I didn't really start getting into hiking until COVID hit um, and me and my best friend back from home, we took a car and drove five hours to a hike and did the hike. And so I've just really started doing that. And I've only gone on a couple now in Tennessee. It's not as hiking places out here, not but there the are, the yeah, but there are some good places that I have found, but yeah, I love to hike. Um, that's what I really like to do on my downtime if I have the place and you get over to East Tennessee, you'll find a little bit more. Yeah, I, I need to go check out the Smoky Mountains. That's what, I, that's what I'm telling you. I need to do that. What's the favorite place you've hiked to or favorite place you've been to while hiking? Oh, my favorite place. Um, that's a hard one. Uh, there are some good hikes in Washington. I would a lot say of national parks up there. Yeah. A lot of state parks. I would say Washington. Um, I never got to hike Mount Rainier, mm-hmm. but it was literally my backyard. Um and I saw it all the time, but I would have to say probably Twin Falls um, because there are some good hikes with just scenery views, but the ones with the waterfalls, I think think those are the best ones. And so there is this huge, huge waterfall surrounded by trees and the green, and so that was probably my favorite one. I have a, one of my friends is from Seattle, and he talks about all the rain and mountains. <laughs> yeah, a Mariners jersey and everything. Yeah, <laughs> do you go to a lot of Mariners games? I did Seahawks games. Yeah, we we went to a good amount of all of them. Actually, my mom told me this not too long ago. Uh, me and my brother got in the newspaper for running the bases okay. when we were younger. Um, at the Kingdom or at uh, Safeco Field? At Safeco. Okay. Um, so that was pretty cool. And we once we started getting older, we didn't go as much. It was more just Sounders. Yeah, we got busy. Um, but I do remember some games going, and so it was always fun. Always fun. All right. So what is your major? My major is leadership. Your major is leadership. Uh, you're playing, obviously, to play pro soccer or in some form, right? Yes. Kim also said maybe you want to be a flight attendant. Yeah, so I want to be a flight attendant, and that has also strung from the hiking. I want to go travel and just see the world, see the views, do the experiences. So I was like, what's a better way to do it than be a flight attendant? Have and someone you pay you to travel. Pay me to travel. So, yeah, so that's my, my goal is to become a flight attendant and – on these trips where I'm stuck in a state for a day until I'm waiting for the next flight is go find a hike or go see something. There you go. 
Last question before the rapid fire question. Oh, gosh. Why Austin P? Why Austin P? Um, uh, so we had different coaches, obviously. Right. So that was a big thing. But um, when the previous coaches spoke to me, they just came at me with great energy and positivity and made Austin P feel like home. And because of COVID, I never got to actually officially visit. So I had to do an t- online virtual visit. Um, online tour. Online tour, which, yeah, which was crazy. But it was really just about how Naomi spoke about the program and spoke how she thought I would fit in here. And it has been good. And I, I was really open to coming out, I guess, to the Midwest and having a change. I didn't. I knew I didn't want to stay in Washington. Um, and I didn't know if I wanted to stay on the West Coast. So I gave it a shot and I'm liking it so far. Liking it so far. All right. You ready for the rapid fire questions? Yep. All right, what's your favorite word or saying? Favorite word? Let's go pee. Let's go pee. See, <laughs> I, not, I, you might be the first person I've ever had say that, and I might have said that before, too. But not enough people say that. Uh, it's rapid fire. Everybody's, I, right, I don't actually, there's not actually that rapid fire, but everybody's always trying to come up with stuff. I'm like, just say let's go pee and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever does it. All right, what's the last book you read? Oh, last book I read. Um... I don't remember the name, so I'm going to give you a different one. I read Heartbones by Colleen Hoover. Okay. I have about 20 of her books at my house. Um, do that over summer. So you're a big reader? Big reader. Big reader. But only books, like, I have to read the book by its cover. I literally have to read the book by its cover. Um, I can't read the back. I can't read, open it up and start reading it. If I don't like the cover, I'm not reading it. <laughs> so I have to like the cover. It's It sounds super stupid, but... I don't think I've ever heard that before. Whatever, <laughs> whatever gets you reading, right? Yeah. Uh, what's your worst habit? My worst habit? Um, biting your nails. You're looking at your nails like that's what you want to say. You know, not biting my nails, but I really want to be the person to grow out my nails. But every time they get to a certain length, I find myself like picking them off. Mm. It's really annoying. <laughs> if you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, 100%. I had a walking class in high school. Okay. We had to do that. You walked a mile in less than 10 minutes. Yes. So you've done that before. Yes. You're the first person to ever say that with evidence. So I, I don't uh, know if that's actually true. Uh, well, 10 minutes, maybe. I maybe think not. I can do it. That's, that's okay. Right. Okay. Man. All right. If you could change one rule in any sport, what would it be? One rule in any sport. <clears throat> um. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. Some people come in and like know one for their sport right away. Some people yeah, go for crazy. another sport. One sport. I wish I could change the rules. We had someone do a soccer one like two weeks ago. They said they didn't want any more ties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. But man, after 110 minutes, I might be done. <laughs> 90 minutes in the regular season, 110 in the postseason. Yeah. We didn't even talk about that shootout. How? What was that like? <laughs> that was that was something that it was a good experience. It was great. When was the last time you played in a? did pks before before like three weeks ago four three weeks ago uh in a shootout probably back in club soccer how stressful is that um it's not it's not too stressful uh i think it really depends on the person okay um i have never really been stressed for a soccer game or playing soccer it's always just been fun and enjoyable so like 
I don't ever have nerves going into a game. Like going into the quarterfinals well, or I the was semis. watching that shootout and I was stressed out. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't stressed. I had faith in my teammates and I really did have so much trust in Lauren. Like Lauren, when we've practiced PKs this year, she has done an incredible job saving them. And I just knew going in, no matter who made it or who missed, that we were going to win because Lauren was going to save all theirs. And she, she saved literally three of theirs. Yeah. So that just speaks for itself. And Lauren, Lauren's a great keeper, and I'm excited to see what she can bring to us in the future. She's allowed to say she was stressed because I was stressed. She probably was stressed. I mean, I was sitting there, and I was like, you know, I'm not really stressed. I know. For her, I know. too, coming in kind of, I mean, kind of cold. She hadn't played in that game. And yeah. She came in right off the bench and saved yeah. three shots on PKs. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. She, and she's a freshman. And she's a freshman, yeah. All right. Fav- any rule you want to change? Any rule, um, I don't even know. All right. What app on your phone gets the most use? Oh, (laughs) um, I don't really know if it gets used the most. Honestly, maybe a toss up between like, Oh, actually, no, that's a lie. This new app I got, it's called Laps. It's a photo app. I love taking photos. Okay. Um, And it's like a film app. Okay. So, so like, you can like take a photo. photo. Yeah. And it just develops it. Okay. And I've been doing that with, like, everything I see or anything I'm doing. I'm taking a photo. I've seen people with, like, disposable camera apps. Yeah. Something I want, like that. I like, think I need to get a disposable camera. I think that would come in a lot of handy use for me. I don't know me. where you find a disposable camera <laughs> these days. All right. What's the last gift you gave somebody? The last gift? Um, I don't know. All right. If you were pick, casting a movie about yourself, who would you pick to play you? Oh, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> What's the most embarrassing song you love? Most embarrassing song I love? Um... Most embarrassing song I love. <laughs> Let's go with um, most embarrassing song I love. Probably a cake by the ocean. Joe Jonas. Yeah. Uh, if you could go to any concert, who would it be? Toss-up between Taylor Swift and Rod Wave. Taylor Swift. We've had a lot of Taylor Swift talk on the Taylor Swift the is weeks. killing the world. Michaela Powell from Kansas City. <laughs> we had Gus from Kansas City. And you bring up Taylor Swift. Now we're I think it's all because we're from Kansas. I mean, not from, but my mom now lives in Kansas. So maybe, Kansas. maybe that has to do with maybe it. Maybe <laughs> that has to do with it. I mean, we're just becoming a Taylor Swift podcast. Yeah. That's, what, that's what's going to happen. I mean, we're becoming a Taylor Swift world, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's one place in the world you want to visit the most? Italy. Italy, why? Um, I All the stuff I've seen about it and heard about it, it just amazes me. I also love pasta, pasta and bread. Anywhere in particular? In, in Italy. Venice. Venice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? Any three people. Any three people ever. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, one. Melissa McCarthy. Taylor Swift, Melissa McCarthy. And... Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi. All right. 
Who or what inspires you? Uh, my mom. I don't, nobody else inspires me but my mom. My mom has been through a lot of hardship um, with her soccer career and without or not pertaining soccer. Um, so she has just given me everything in life and give me the best advice. Um, stuck by my side literally through everything. Um, so I'll, I want to succeed for her and just do everything I can to make her happy. What advice would you give to your younger self? What advice would I give to my younger self? Not everyone's going to stay in your life and that's okay. There you go. All right. These last two questions, one of them, it was Jordan Goko's question that he asked and I liked it so much. I kept it on the podcast. <laughs> uh, how would you survive a zombie apocalypse? Ooh. How would I survive a zombie apocalypse? Something you clearly don't have a plan for already. Yeah, I don't have a plan for it. But, you know, let's say hypothetically I'm a flight attendant. I'm going to steal one of the planes. Yeah, you might be able to learn. Fly myself around and then have a secure location to get gas to fill the plane and stay in the air. I'm going to land in a, at a private landing to okay. fill it with gas. So you're going to learn to be a pilot during your flight attendant. Yeah. And steal a plane and just fly all over the place. Yep. There you go. That's. <laughs> all right. Last question comes from Gus Freeman. Okay. He asked it on last week's episode. If you could play any Olympic sport, what would it be? You cannot pick your own sport. Tennis. Tennis. You played tennis in high school. I played tennis. I, I love tennis. I love it. I am going to be a tennis mom or a tennis person. Like when soccer's done with, tennis is my new sport. Turn into tennis. What, what, how much tennis did you play in high school? I only played uh, right before COVID happened. Okay. Um, so early sophomore year and then a little bit junior year. I never actually got to play in an actual game, which sucked. Uh, but I played in practice and it was so much fun. And then I started dragging my mom out early mornings, um, actually, like 6 a.m. before school started. Once so or you not. love tennis. I love tennis. Are you the best tennis player on the Austin P soccer team? Yes. Are you the best tennis player that's not on the tennis team in Austin P athletics? No. 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 You seem to know that for sure. Have you played tennis against somebody else? No, but I mean, look at Denise. Like I said, not on the tennis team. Oh, not on the You're tennis team. You're the best team. non-tennis playing a- athlete in Austin P. Athletic. You take out the tennis teams. Is, Is there anybody in Austin P. Athletics that can beat you in tennis? Men and women? Yeah, I mean. Probably. <laughs> I think Gus picked a winter sport if, just for fun. What would your winter Olympic sport be? Oh. Winter Olympic sport. I think he sport. said skiing or something. I was going to say, like, maybe snowboarding. Okay. Um, Have you ever snowboarded? No. She's going in. My mom, my mom loved to snowboard, and I always was scared. I didn't want to break my leg. Yeah. Or, uh, well, if you're trying to play soccer, maybe yeah. snowboarding not your best thing to do. But it looks like something I would try in the future. Yeah. Um, it, it looks fun. It looks a little scary, you know, going that fast down a yeah, they're flying. icy hill, but it looks fun. All right. Now you get to ask a question on next week's episode. What do you want to ask? I should have came prepared for a question. You said you, said you listened. You said you listened <laughs> um, to an episode last night, and you did not. Okay. 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 Um, my question, it's kind of like simple, but uh, your is question, that okay? So. Okay. My question is for the next person that's on the PCAST. Actually, no, that's a bad question. Re- Think again. Out. Time Try out. Yeah. Again. Time out. Okay. My question for the next person is. What is the weirdest food combinations you like but don't want to say because you think you'll be embarrassed? 
Do you have a weird food combination you don't want to? No, but I'm all that comes to mind is people who eat ketchup with like everything. I had a I had a friend eat ketchup and broccoli, and that's okay. just weird. And no, I don't do that. I it's like really broccoli plain. Tomatoes and broccoli. If you really want. Yeah, but that's like the sauce and you're not it's in different. on it. Okay. No. Okay. All right, there it is. Alec, thank you for taking the time to be on the PCAST. Uh, good luck with school this semester. I hope you finish with all A's. <laughs> yeah. And good luck with soccer in the future. We'll be right back right after this. Thank you. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me now. Only thing that's on my mind is who going this town tonight. Another big thank you to Alec Baumgart of the soccer team for stopping by for our interview, which is brought to you by the Flats Off Madison. Stop by today or call Easton Gadget at 931-538-3257 to make the Flats Off Madison your new home. Uh, it's calmed down a little. There's not, as, there's not as many sports going on in that sense. It's not calmed down, but there's less sports happening. Uh, the three that are happening are the three big ones, uh, football, men's basketball, women's basketball, and that is what we've got going on this week. Uh, women's basketball is going to hit the road on Saturday for a 4 p.m. game in Indianapolis against Butler. I believe Hinkle. I believe the Govs beat Butler the last time they went there. That is correct. A 68-65 to win at historic Hinkle Fieldhouse. Uh, Govs got the series back. Butler's won the first two matchups. Govs got the second. So we'll see if they can go get another one this week. And then they're going to hit the road for a Thanksgiving tournament. Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland State's Thanksgiving tournament. The Govs will play Cleveland State, the Vikings, on Wednesday, 3 p.m. Uh, I assume they're playing at Cleveland State. Uh, I, don't, I feel like that's safe to it's assume. It's a safe assumption, right. Then they're going to play Kansas City, the, the Fighting Ruse, I believe, or the Kangaroos. Yeah, they're some sort of, they're the some sort of uh, marsupial. It is. I, I don't know if they're the Fighting Ruse. I feel like any, any school could add fighting to their mascot, and it makes it better. They're just the Ruse, not the Kangaroos. Just the Ruse. Just the Ruse. Imagine if they were the Fighting Ruse, though. You know, I've seen a lot of videos and TikToks of, of fighting just, kangaroos, of kangaroos just real bricked up. I mean, those those things can be scary. Uh, do you know the LSU's football team is actually the LSU Fighting Tigers? I did know that when we were, when you were mentioning that, I was thinking about the okay the LSU Fighting Tigers. Fighting Tigers, go Tigers, go uh, Tigers. After that Friday game, they're off on Thanksgiving Day. After the Friday game against Kansas City, the Govs play Chicago State. To wrap things up on Saturday, I'd like to ask you a question about that. What is their mascot? Because this might be the best mascot combo. Chicago or, State. Yeah, Cougars. The Cougars. Yeah, go Cougs. <laughs> Just kidding. I go, didn't know what I didn't know. Go what Govs. Well, I mean, we got the Vikings and the Kangaroos. I mean, and the Governors, obviously, but uh, it could have been very a very unique field. Yeah, it, that's kind of what I was going for. Well, I missed that. Swing and a miss because of the Cougars. Very, very plain. Very boring. They're just green. Wah, wah, wah. They could have been something cool like the men. They're going to play the minors. Yeah. Of Utah. Not Utah. Oh. University of Texas at El Paso. The Govs are headed to the 2023 SoCal Challenge. They'll kick things off this Friday. That's tomorrow. Uh, 8 o'clock in El Paso against UTEP. Then they're going to get on a plane again. They're going to fly to San Juan Capistrano, California where they're going to play Tarleton State, who's a member of our UAC football conference, but the WAC in basketball, so they're not a conference game. And the Govs 
final game of that tournament next Wednesday is TBA, depending on how those first two go, I imagine. And where's that going to be? San Juan, Capistrano, California as well. So how does it how does it work that they play the first game in El Paso, Texas, and then fly to California and then link up with everybody else there? Like Yeah, so it's I don't know why the first game's at UTEP. So I'm looking at the bracket right now. There's the surf division and the sand division. The surf division is Bradley versus Tulane and Cal versus UTEP. And maybe that uh, – it makes me feel like that UTEP game is not a part of the tournament, but it definitely is. Uh, some of these men's basketball tournaments have gotten weird over the past couple of years because we played the one in Florida last year where we played the first game at USF, beat USF, and then went to – and played a neutral sider the rest of the way. I Men's was that in Florida as well? Yeah, all of it was in At Florida. At least that's all in Florida. This is I don't know what this is. I mean, I, I assume you should probably take any chance you can get out take to get out of El Paso to get to California. I I would probably imagine that that's how they feel as well, but regardless of where we play, I'm looking I'm looking for the Govs to be The rest of the field is Bradley, top. Tulane, Cal, Cal State, Bakersfield, Sac State, Tarleton, Austin P. UTEP. So San Diego State also as well. So or no, that's the show Cal SoCal showcase. I, I have no feel for what's happening in this tournament. Uh, well, if you ask me to give you a bracket, I don't know. Uh, the Govs are there. They're playing two games. We'll let you know who they're playing in the third one after that. That's right. Uh, they've got a game. After that, they get to fly back to the other side of the country and play App State in Boone. So, Then that will not be an easy task. So coupled coupled with uh, the travel and the some, climate change. And climate change and the I, I don't time know much change. about San Juan Capistrano, but I'm going to guess it's warm. Yeah, I think that's a fair assumption as well. I don't think Boone will be warm on November 26th. No, up there in the mountains, I, I don't imagine so. You're probably going to miss the pretty leaves, too. You're going to miss all the fun yeah. over there in Boone. That's just too bad. Uh, too bad. Anyway, let's talk about the big one. That's the football game. Football game. Basically, the UAC championship. Uh, basically, is I guess pr- probably pretty loose. I mean, it is. It it's... is the UAC championship. If the Govs win against number twenty Central Arkansas, Austin P gets the outright conference title and the league's AQ for the FCS playoffs. If Central Arkansas wins, the Bears can claim only a share of the conference title because they lost to Tarleton a couple weeks ago. Despite what you may hear on their ESPN Plus broadcast, they cannot win the outright title. Even their coach misspoke in his post-game speech to the team they post the video and uh they they cannot win an outright title that is just a fact and i'm here to report the facts anyway if the bears win they can also win the aq to the fcs playoffs central arkansas needs the aq to get in uh if you look into fcs bracketology uh, i do read a lot of the bracketology the govs are likely in regardless however don't trust people yeah we we all have trust issues in some way or another, and Austin P. Football definitely has trust issues with the committee. The selection committee has, has done the Govs dirty a couple times, so there's only one way to avoid that. Go out and win. Like Scotty says, leave no doubt. Take that thing. Uh, post the first ever undefeated conference season in program history. Win a program record nine straight game. Not a record. Extend the program record winning streak to nine straight games. Go to the playoffs for the second time ever. Uh, it'd be the second ever nine-win regular season. Join the 2019 team. Fifth straight overall win at Fortera Stadium. Eleventh straight win against FCS teams at Fortera Stadium. A whole lot of things you can do this weekend. Yeah, and you know what the common denominator is on all that? Win. Win, baby. Just win. Just win, baby. I mean, if you won eight in a row, why not make it nine? 
Why not? This team, too, anytime you're mentioned in the same breath as the 2019 team in so many ways, uh, it's impressive. They're they're encroaching on a lot of records from that team, scoring records, offense records. Uh, I think one of the more impressive things from this team is Mike DeLillo breaking career passing records in two seasons. He's tied for the career passing touchdowns record. He's a mere 200-something yards away from the career passing yards record. All the t- He's like 240 away from the career total offense record. Uh, it's kind of impressive. Like I said, twenty basically 22 games, he's going to break every career passing record we have. Yeah, you know, we're definitely fortunate to have a have a quarterback and a leader like Mike DeLillo, you know, not only as a, as just all these stats that you're saying, but, you know, he, he really runs it out there. Him and Scotty have a great relationship, and, and it really shows once uh, once that game starts and how much how much trust there is in the teammates and and everything and you know it's I, I spend a lot of time on campus and I've and I've walked through the the field house and and Mike has been been leading uh video sessions with his with his offensive team and and you know it's just it, it speaks volumes to to what he's done here um, and it's going to pay off with all these records that he's about to break. So, shout out, Mike. I'm not going to not shout out the defense either. The Govs held Utah Tech to 3 of 13 on third downs. They rake 7th in the country in third down defense, holding teams to a 31% conversion rate. That's 47 of 155. Uh, here's one for you. The Govs forced four three-and-outs last week. They forced five three-and-outs twice this season. That's against Gardner-Webb and Lindenwood. Austin Peay's defense has three-and-outs on 24.6% of its defensive drives this season that is 34 of 138 so basically one fourth of every drive the defense is on the field three and out that's i don't know if anybody else tracks that but that seems like a big number to me that's impressive i don't i don't know the comparison to others and i i just you know we do five percent seems impressive yeah and we have to shout out the defense i mean the defense was definitely last year they were definitely our strong suit and you know we had a lot of turnover and, and a lot of guys leave and and there's just been so many guys stepping up from from last year's team and transfers and 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 it's paying off as well. So the defense has really made teams one dimensional the last three weeks. The Gals have held uh, North Alabama, EKU, and Utah Tech to 57, 60, and 67 rushing yards in three straight games. Uh, they did that last year as well when they held Presbyterian, Mississippi Valley, and Alabama A&M all under 100. Uh, but that was early in the season, and now they're doing it against. I would say much better competition than Presbyterian, Mississippi Valley State, and Alabama A&M. I just listed North Alabama, who has a really good quarterback, and Noah Walters. Uh, Eastern Kentucky, obviously a really good team, and Utah Tech. So to do that, make teams one-dimensional, uh, you're able to go out and know what you're going to do on defense. If they're not going to be able to run the ball, you can rush the pass, or you can drop in coverage, do a little bit more. Yeah, and and you'd like to see that trend continue right here, but – I. I know, and you know that this this UCA team that's coming in is going to be a tough one. So I, we, I think the thing with this UCA team is physicality. Yeah, and they have some good running backs. They have some good running backs. They're big up front on both sides of the ball. We'll start on the defense. David Walker has 18 tackles for loss, six and a half sacks. He's a really good player. He was third for the Buck Buchanan Award last year, I believe. Logan Jessup had a big day against us from the other DN spot last year. Uh, then they also have Tamari Wilson in the backfield, or the secondary, excuse me. Uh, those are in my opinion, coming into this season, those were their three guys that were all a, all UAC selections. They're the three best defenders. Well, then they've got the two linebackers, Galladay and Charles, who are leading the team in tackles this year. It's not even those two. Obviously, David Walker's tackles for loss are leading the team, 18 of them. Uh, got to find a way to put an extra hat on number eight. But you cannot sacrifice Jessup on the other side because last year Walker doesn't have his best game against stuff. Jessup goes and has four tackles for loss. So 
big boys up front got they got their their uh, big day for the O line. Yep, we need it, need it out of them. And then that backfield for them, man, they, they're they're deep at running back. Darius Hale was third for the Jerry Rice Award two years ago. That's the FCS freshman of the year, and he is the number two guy in terms of touches behind Shandarik Powell, who transferred from North Alabama. He led the UA or the A Sun in rushing and rushing touchdowns last year. And then even behind those guys, Kylan James has 350-plus yards and six touchdowns. So it's a deep backfield. They're going to try and run the ball. McIlvain's a good quarterback. I don't know if McIlvain is a guy that's going to go out and win you a terrible amount of games, but he's not going to lose you games. He's, he's going to throw for 250. He's going to throw a couple touchdowns. Jared Barnes is a really good receiver and a really good punt returner. So they've got weapons. It's, it's the best team we've played since we saw, saw the big orange in Knoxville. Yeah, and it's really not even close, honestly. This is going to be the toughest – toughest battle since then um i know you mentioned Shandarik powell did he have a thousand yards last season oh yeah that, that was the oh, year yeah. that he had a thousand yards yeah his freshman year at north alabama he didn't do much last year big year a lot of touchdowns a lot of yards he's been a little banged up his carries have been more limited uh he got back into it a little bit last week 96 on 12 carries he had one big 30 yard run so about 60 on the other 11 but i mean honestly if you told me right now i could take Shandarik at 96 for 12 on saturday i'll sign up for that yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's and like you said, they've they've got other guys than him, and he's a big time transfer for them. But we're just gonna have to attack whatever running back is out there because they're gonna they're gonna throw them all out there at us. Yeah, you, they're gonna they're gonna use all the all the horses in that stable in the backfield. You got to wrap up, got to tackle. All right, give me your score prediction for Saturday in Fortera Stadium, Senior Day. Senior Day. I would like to say. 34 22 govs 34 22 govs it's right around where i'm thinking i'm thinking like a like a 31 to like 24 like govs get a govs get a field goal sometime get a late touchdown win that one by a touchdown headed to the playoffs and hopefully then we'll see at Fortera stadium next week Hopefully we just punch them in the mouth, get on, get get up on them early, and and they just they give up. That's what I hope. I don't think that that's going to happen by any means. I just I would love to see it. I would love a fast start, and I would love to just have a have a stress free, easy game. But that's not going to happen. Hopefully, it, you know. We've talked just, about bracketology a little, and I'll go ahead and say there's been rumblings that the Govs are close to that top eight seed. I'm not there yet. I have I have seen different uh writers and, and different different people in the FCS world put Austin P close to that top eight right seed. Right on the edge. It'll you'd you you'd think that we'd have to have a, a strong, strong win against UCA. Yeah, and I don't think you can win a close one and get there. No, I don't I don't either. So it's it's not likely it would be really cool to have a buy because for those of you that don't know, if we are in that eight seed, you get a buy. we get a buy. So football team, let's get a buy. Let's let's go out there and get a big win. If you beat North if you beat number twenty Central Arkansas, that's a big big feather in the cap. You could also add a conference champion to your win to your resume. If Gardner Webb goes out and wins this weekend, they're the big South OVC champions. And you destroyed them right here at Fort Harris Stadium. So you have Who do they have? Oh, they're playing. I don't think they're. I don't know who Gardner Webb plays this weekend. They've. 
it's got it's, we're we're checking right now. Yeah, we Gardner we, Webb will have Charleston Southern, which is a team they should honestly beat for being very truthful honest. and honest. Uh, UT Martin had a chance in this conference, but they went out and I'm trying to get the standings for it. Yeah, I mean UT Martin. The last bracket that I saw, and I don't know, I I just I see screenshots and stuff from Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it, and they had UT Martin coming to Austin P. And I don't know if that's for a. It's a very big possibility with the regionality. UT Martin will play a non-conference game against Samford. They are done in the Big South, though. We see at mm. five and one. They're eight and two overall. So they're scoreboard watching. Yes, but their their problem their problem here obviously is that their conference loss is to Gardner Webb. So if Gardner Webb wins and ties UT Martin at five and one, Bulldogs get the AQ. So the Govs have so they obviously would share the title. Similar situation as to when we were in the OVC in 2019 with Simo. Uh, so co-champions, but Gardner-Webb would get the AQ. UT Martin would have to sweat it out for an at-large, which likely with a win they would still secure, but you never know at that point. So Yeah, you definitely never know. There's there's a lot of lot of question marks around the AQ, and, and you never really want to leave it up to that selection committee, even though our fear, fearless leader, Gerald Harrison, is, is on that committee. I just don't know what what that all could uh, – how that all could unfold. So just win, win, win your conference so you know that yeah, you're take in. Take care of it yourself. Don't let anybody else make decisions about your team. Well, in the meantime, Dr. Christopher McGregor, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Shardy Husband, and Trey Price, they have all the community service opportunities for you student athletes. It's uh, getting close to Thanksgiving time, so they're doing a food drive. I'm sure we'll have Operation uh, Turkeys for Troops out yeah. in the parking lot coming soon. I heard Turkeys for Troops has moved moved out of the area so usually it was downtown but um they're still having it i do know that i just don't i don't know i don't have a all kinds of thanksgiving opportunities for you student athletes to go out and volunteer do some good in the community in the meantime follow us on twitter or excuse me x instagram mm. and facebook at let's go p uh shout out to everybody that's helping us out with all the content on those platforms robin carter maddie Bree, robert cole aaron max sometimes everybody shout out to everybody Shout out those other unsung heroes that are actually on those teams that uh, make their own stuff because yep. they're shout helping. Devin Stewart. Shout out Devin Stewart. He he gave a good shout out to to Coach Walden. Which happy birthday to Scotty Walden. Yeah, that's on us. Happy belated. Happy thirty fourth. No longer the youngest coach in college football. Everybody quit asking me. Don't ask him. Also, Coach, all we want for your birthday is a win. Is a W. Just win, baby. Just win. Let's go P.com for dates, news, stories, information. Cody Bush, Alex Howard, Camille Blaylock, Chris Austin. We've got everything you need over there at Let's Go P.com. You can also go to Let's Go P.com backslash buy tickets or call the ticket office at 931-221-PAY. We've got tickets for Saturday. They are available. Tickets. Tickets. Get your tickets. Guess People what? People are giving them away. Some of them are for $5. Some of them are free. Ticket. If you go to the Let's Go P Twitter, there's a link in a tweet from earlier in the week. It's a video of Scotty and Roland. You click on that link. You use promo code CHAMPS. Get $5 tickets wherever you want in the stadium. You can also quote tweet that tweet. Tell us who you're bringing to the game. Call the ticket office, and we'll give you two free tickets for you and the person you're bringing to the game. Wow. Two free tickets? Two free tickets. Who doesn't love free I love free tickets. If you're a military first responder, two free tickets. If you work for Clarkson Montgomery County School System, two free tickets. All students, as many free tickets as you can get. Free. Free. There's no reason for you not to fill the fort this weekend. Operation Fill the Fort has commenced. I know that Parker Phillips, shout out him and SSNE, they've been giving away tickets. They've they've been slinging tickets. We need you out there. The boys need you out there. Come. They're come giving away out. tickets like they're going out of style. 
And they are. This is potentially the last time that you can come watch the boys at Fortera Stadium. Yeah, you don't want to miss it. it, it hopefully, it's not the last time. Hopefully. But if it, were, if it is, you don't, want to, you don't want to miss it. Do not want to miss it. It's a, it's a great atmosphere, not only with great football, but shout out our marketing team. They do a great job. Keep keeping it lively out there. We We're got fireworks go five around. Five and zero at the fort. Five and zero. If we win, we are five and zero at the fort this season. Let me tell you too. The best place to sit in the fort, blazing VIP zone. <laughs> the blazing VIP zone is a lot of fun. Now we may not be giving that away for free, but if you get a free ticket, you can then pay to add the blazing VIP zone onto your ticket. That's all you can eat: food, drinks from Buffalo Wild Wings, including beer, in the south end zone. It opens an hour before kickoff. It closes at the end of halftime. That's where you want to sit. If you get a free ticket, why wouldn't you buy the Blazing VIP? Why wouldn't you? The only reason why is if it's sold out. So you better get your tickets now. You better hustle because it has been sold out, and it's going to be sold out again. Let me tell you, too, we got a lot of basketball games coming up at home. So there's a big one against Murray State in just a couple weeks. I'm looking forward to that one. I know that we got to take care of business this weekend, but that's always a game that we love to watch. And, and, and you know, they will come out in, in herds as well, so we need to make sure we got to outnumber the racers. We need to fi- let them fill the bank. Fill, fill the bank. Is that what it is? I don't or know what we're going with. Fill the vault. Whatever. I don't know what it is. F&M Bank Arena, come out fill December 9th. Hey, when you get your football tickets, whether they're free, $5, or what, get some basketball tickets. Yep, get basketball. Them. In the meantime, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Directly on the website, letsgopee.com backslash podcast. Give us a rating or review on the podcast. Uh, Max is here, so you should give it as many stars as you possibly can. That's usually five, but if you can give Like and more, subscribe. Like and subscribe. Do that, too. I want to suggest a guest or let us know if a local on-campus event we should shout out. Uh, tell us if you're coming to the selection show on, on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Selection show Sunday. Come on out. It's open to the public. 10.30 a.m. F&M Bank Arena. You just walk right in the door. We'll watch the selection show together. You'll know where, when the Govs are playing in the playoffs. You'll know who they're playing. Literally, literally at the exact same moment as the team. You will learn with everybody, and we are excited to host everybody there, and, and we just want everybody to come out and support those guys. Celebrate that team for winning a second straight championship. First time that's ever been done in program history. Tweet us. I'm C underscore Craig 19. He's Max underscore Remy 12. Shout out to Jason McDonald. Shout out to Bud Jenkins. Shout out to McDonald's for bringing the McRib back from the dead again. Boo. So long, Gross. everybody. I guess the point of going to college was to acquire myself a little knowledge and help me figure out what life is really all about. It made Pete and JD happy and set me wild and free. Then I danced out of Mississippi to the University of Bourbon Street. I sang, hey, Pocky Way. On the streetcar headed uptown. I went to class every day and never wore a frown. I was taught by the Neville.